0: from the good side and even the downside. Oh, the the Dow is down this, the S&P is down this. Well, same thing. Your money's probably not all in that index. Now, I don't wanna speak for everybody, but still the, the headlines that they talk about and the ebbs and flows of it usually doesn't match up with probably what you're doing with your particular situation. Now, again, that doesn't mean stick your head in the sand and not educate yourself, but just remember, not everything that they say is pointing the finger at, at you in your situation. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Brian Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions
1: so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Welcome into the first ever episode of Perfect Game Retirement. We did have an episode, kind of an opening episode of getting to know you, but this is the first official episode where we're gonna dive into some financial topics. We got a good show today. We're gonna be talking about Uh, bias in financial media, which is very important. We live in a day and age where there's a lot of bias everywhere you turn, really, in the media. But we're going to hone in on financial media and kind of some aspects and some areas where you can find that bias, you'll be aware. We're also going to talk about the SECURE Act a little bit, big news for 2020. So we'll get Ryan's thoughts on that as well. But let me welcome in Ryan. He is the President and Financial Coach at Black Oak Asset Management. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing very well today. How are you? Doing good, man. Um, how's 2020 treating you guys so far? 2020
0: is good. Uh, it's gotten off to a good start. Uh, it's this time of year where people focus on uh, you know New Year's resolutions and new goals and uh, obviously tax time is, is coming up. So taxes seems to be a, a pretty hot button topic right now. We even did an event last night about tax planning with retirement accounts and it was a good turnout. Got some good feedback. So we're going to be We'll be cranking out a few more of those to start the year off because it seems to be top of mind for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I know everybody comes into the year motivated to get things in order, you know, get back on track. So, you know, if you are one of those people, hopefully this show is going to help you out. Uh, But also check out Ryan's website, blackoakam.com. You'll find all the information on upcoming seminars and classes and such. And you can also schedule uh, your retirement coach 360 session online as well, if you want to do that with Ryan and his team at Black Oak Asset Management. So I know, uh, you know, taxes is obviously a big topic of conversation right now, but You know, the other thing that's top of mind for many people is the Secure Act, which got passed at the end of. 2019, kind of really quickly, I know uh, a lot of people knew it was coming, but it still happened relatively fast uh, right at the end of the year. But let's kind of talk about that real quick, because that is in the news right now. And I'm sure a conversation you're having with a lot of people. But let's talk about the stretch IRA, because that's really one of the big takeaways from this. It is now, I guess, officially going to be dead moving forward. So just kind of explain what that means for people and some considerations they need to be making with their planning process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the you know the I'm not going to knock the federal government, but sometimes they they pass some laws at the last minute, and it kind of sends whether it's CPAs or attorneys or financial advisors, it kind of sends us scrambling a little bit at the last minute. But uh, we just you know we roll with the punches and figure out the best course of of action for uh, the people that we work with. But so yeah, the stretch IRA that was. It's a nickname basically for an inherited IRA uh, for non-spouses and you could string that out over the course of your life and hence the term stretch. So it would be an IRA that you could take required minimum distributions out of that the federal government makes you take out. But again, you could spread it out over the course of your lifetime. So for a 30-year-old or 40-year-old, you could see how that could substantially last a long period of time. Well, there was many aspects of the Secure Act that was passed and probably too long to peel back the onion of everything that was passed in the Secure Act, but we're gonna focus on the stretch IRA and the elimination of the stretch IRA. So and there are a few exceptions. You know, laws always have exceptions and nuances, and we'll touch on those in a second. But now if someone passes away as of one one of twenty twenty. You now have to take that inherited IRA and you have to basically drain the account within a 10-year period. Now, the federal government, at least as of today, who knows this could change, but right now they have no stipulations on how much you take out each year over that 10-year period. So technically, you could wait till year 10 and take out the whole thing. Again, that's not... Uh, Specific advice, obviously, because that could be a big tax bill in one year, but it is something to be aware of uh, for people who inherit that IRA. That could be a very different tax obligation, knowing that you have to take that inherited IRA and and bleed that out for 10 years versus 30, 40, 50, 60 years. You know, who knows how long. So it's definitely a change. Again, like I said before, there are some exceptions to it. So and again, we'll just kind of touch on those. Obviously, if it's a, a spouse, then these rules don't apply because it just goes to your spouse. And so the inherited or a stretch IRA doesn't apply at all. But again, there are a few exceptions to it. Kids uh, that inherit money that are below the age of majority, that doesn't apply until they get age of majority or basically an adult. Chronically ill, again, that's by the IRS definition, chronically ill. So it's got to meet that that definition, but also any individual who is not more than 10 years younger. So sometimes there are exceptions to that rule where you still can stretch that thing out for a long period of time. But for the most part, the stretch IRA is pretty much gone.
1: Yeah. It seems like an important change. And I would assume that anybody, I mean, this isn't the only part of the SECURE Act as well. There's other pieces to this, uh, but I'm assuming that anybody that has questions about this, you're happy to sit down with it. And I'm sure you've been doing that with clients already, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people have been asking about it. And, and the thing with laws that change like this, there's usually that grandfather clause. So people who did pass away in 2019 and before that stretch IRA is still in place. So don't think that changes things for for you. But yes, moving forward, it does change things a lot for people. And let's call it what it is. The federal government needs tax revenue. I mean, it's in the report that they estimate that it's going to be, I think, a little over $16 billion of revenue that it's going to bring in additional just by forcing people to take out that money earlier than they probably would have. So it is a a way to receive tax revenue because the positive side on it is it did move the required minimum distribution back for people to age 72. So the required minimum distribution uh, was 70 and a half. And so they kicked it back another year and a half, which may not seem like a lot, but it is still pretty significant in the grand scheme of things where if you don't need that money out of an IRA, then you can hit the pause button for another year and a half and kind of kick the can down the road a little longer if you want to.
1: Well, a lot to consider and obviously some big tax implications for a lot of people. So that's something you should be working on and, and, and making adjustments for in your plan. And you can do that with Ryan and his team at Black Oak. Uh, check them out online, blackoakam.com. You can also call 470-508-0508 uh, to get in touch and set up a, a meeting. If you want to find out more and, and learn more about how the Secure Act impacts you. And, That takes us to our main topic because as you're researching this and other financial topics, you're going to come across some resources that are not completely straightforward and honest and unslanted as you're looking for information on investing on financial planning, whatever it is. So, you know, we're going to talk about today about some areas where you can find bias in financial media. It's just like media everywhere else right now, you know, this day and age. The idea is to entertain more so than uh, really than inform a lot of times. So we're going to run through four different spots where you can identify some bias, maybe help you as you're moving forward and you're researching, gathering information. You can be on the lookout for these as we go forward. So let's start off with one that's uh, really common this day and age. And that's sensationalism. I mean, really anywhere you look and it does not matter. It's all about that headline, getting somebody's attention, grabbing you in, but more so than it is about the message itself a lot of times.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, the the media is trying to uh, essentially entertain you. Um, It's a form of education, but it is entertainment. And, you know, the age old saying, if it, if it bleeds, it leads. And so you're going to see a lot of uh, the sky is falling type headlines. But even the good news that they share with you, a lot of times they paint even a, a too rosy of a picture. And what I mean by that is, you know, they'll quote maybe one stock index and say, oh, the, the Dow is up this or the S&P is up this or whatever it may be. And you may look at your statements and go, well, goodness, I'm nowhere close to that. Well, Not all your money may be in that index. So again, from the good side and even the downside, oh, the the Dow is down this, the S&P is down this. Well, same thing. Your money's probably not all in that index. Now, I don't want to speak for everybody, but still the, the headlines that they talk about and the ebbs and flows of it usually doesn't match up with probably what you're doing with your particular situation. Now, again, that doesn't mean stick your head in the sand and not educate yourself, but just remember...
1: Not everything that they say is pointing the finger at you in your situation. Yeah, exactly. So be aware. Uh, you know, it's, it's never as high or as low as it might seem. And that's what, what you need to be paying attention to when you watch cable news or you're reading a, a newspaper or, or a magazine or a website. All that, it's all in the same place. Um, so let's go to number two. And this is one that can really been, be misleading for people, especially maybe people that are close to retirement that aren't as savvy with the internet and with marketing you know, material these days, but paid placement's a spot where you know, people can really get confused and buy into a product that they think somebody's pitching because they honestly feel strongly about something. But it's really just a company throwing a bunch of money behind it. and It's being presented as uh, as fact.
0: That's right. I mean, obviously, with technology and and marketing, it, you know, people are, are very savvy from a marketing standpoint, which I'm, I'm not mad at them for doing that. That's just that's kind of how it works. But people who are very savvy at doing that, you know, those those headlines or those things that you may have clicked on, or those articles you may have clicked on, or this advertisement you may have clicked on, we all know it's it follows you, it stays with you, and stays with you. So, but yeah, I mean, paid placement, it's it's just what companies do from a marketing standpoint and again there's nothing wrong with it it's it's very savvy on their part actually but just remember as a consumer again a lot of these media outlets whether it's tv whether it's radio whether it's online on, on websites you know they they take businesses money and they will advertise according to how much they get paid to do so and again that's fine it's But just be aware that just because it's a headline that, oh, this product is bad or this strategy is bad, it's trying to garnish fear of maybe, oh, gosh, I'm doing that. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Well, just remember your situation is different than everybody else. So just because you're doing a particular strategy or or investment, whatever it may be for your situation, if it works for you, it works for you. Um, If it was a quote unquote bad strategy, then those strategies would just go away. That's kind of what capitalism is. You know, people have choices and as long as they understand fully the pros and cons, that's the thing. There is no silver bullet strategy out there. It is, there's good sides and there are downsides. And so what is a better fit for you? And that's what you have to decide once you understand all aspects of that strategy or investment or product, whatever it may be for you.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned, I mean, it's not going to always be for you, and that—that's the third point I want to make: is that many times it's not that you're getting bad information from people, right? You might be listening to somebody that's presenting you really strong information, uh, with a great strategy, but that might be intended for somebody in a different spot of their life or their career than where you are. It might be for somebody that's younger, or it might be for somebody that's older that can take on more risk or or less risk or whatever it is. You got to remember that you're not always the audience that's intended for that message.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mentioned it earlier, the The workshop that, that we did last night, it was focusing on how do we get a tax-free retirement? Well, that's pretty difficult to do because of all the different buckets that we save in over time, whether that's an IRA or a 401k, whatever it may be. But We presented several different options that people can start doing no matter what age they are, but it just may not specifically pertain to their situation and how they have saved. But we list several options. Hey, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this and run through the gamut and say, hey, if you can do all these, awesome. If you can do one of these, awesome. Do that, stick to it and try to see if we can get to that category where we're keeping as many dollars as we can in retirement. But you're right a specific strategy is probably not a fit for someone who's 30 versus someone who is 70. Now there could be some overlap there. So for an audience, it's sometimes tough to distinguish, okay, are they talking to me or is this talking to somebody else? So again, that's where you may have to share ideas and and ask questions to people who, who may uh, have your best interest.
1: Yeah. That's a, a great point is you have to get feedback from somebody yeah, it might be a great thing. You might that what you're hearing or reading might be perfect, but you need to you always need to seek a second opinion from somebody that you trust, you know, an advisor, uh, a financial professional, whatever that is, because they're going to always keep an eye out for you and help you make the right decision. Don't just act on, you know, emotion and, and something that you see, don't just try to react to that quickly. And let me bring to the last point because this bias I think is one that can get you in a lot of trouble if you if you don't pay much attention to it, but there's a lot of different personalities out there right now. You know, we talked about paid placement. Uh, we talked about sensationalism. But you know, a lot of times these are just people too, and everybody makes mistakes and gets emotional and has agendas. And many times there's there's people out there that have an axe to grind for whatever reason. It might be a positive or a negative. It could be. You know, they, they are trying to push a stock because they have a a lot of money invested in that stock. Or it could be that they had a bad, bad experience with an iPhone. Now they just want to trash Apple, whatever it is. A lot of times people have an ax to grind. So be aware that there might be a motivation behind what they're telling you.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, like you said, you hear different media outlets and, and you hear maybe something about a specific stock or, you know, a stock that you own. Oh gosh, you know, there's this lawsuit in the in the news or whatever it may be, but you're right and a lot of times with with our job is managing behavior and so a lot of people want to talk about you know rates of return or should I buy this stock or should I buy this ETF or should I buy this mutual fund and again, a lot depends on people's situation, but just because you hear something in the news about something doesn't mean you need to go immediately and and start selling off you know what you do have there's again more more layers to that onion than than what may be seen on, on TV. So a big part of our job is, you know, people like to talk about rates of return. And, and I get that. That's a huge, huge component of it. But a real comprehensive planner is going to manage behavior as well and take a look at the whole ball of wax. Because again, you're going to get one person's opinion uh, on a certain topic. And, you know, just because they're they're on TV doesn't mean they're speaking directly to you. They're talking to 15 20 30 million plus people and it it just may not fit your situation at all.
1: Yeah, exactly. And look, it's all it's great to to be informed and stay up to date. That's, you know, that's what you need to do. It's your money. You need to, to do as much as you can to research and use that invest that accordingly and, and appropriately. But You know, be aware that they are there is bias out there, and we went through four key areas where you can find it sensationalism, paid placement, wrong audience, and an axe to grind. Uh, But, Ryan, what would you tell one of your clients if they were to see something on TV or read about a product? What, how would you tell them to approach that with you and, and your team? So, same thing, it's just let's look at the
0: situation they're in, and again, let's look at the pros and cons of it. I know I've said it before, but again there is no silver bullet strategy out there that's going to check all the boxes for for what you're trying to do and that would be awesome that would be easy but you know what uh there probably wouldn't be too many advisors out there if there was a silver bullet uh solution to people's lives but yeah again uh obviously stay informed but that's kind of our our job and and other advisors out there's job to keep people w- within stay in their lane you know 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 yeah. what you are uh, Doing with your situation, and obviously talk to someone, whether it is your advisor or us, but bounce those ideas off of it, and, and that's where the education part of it. And I know we talked about early in the show being a being a coach and, and basically a heart of a teacher. Again, being a being a Dave Ramsey advisor, we we take that to heart. I mean, we want to educate people. Uh, and, and really explain, hey, this is really what's going on. Yes, that's a headline, but let's really look into detail what they're talking about And sometimes the headline or the and when you actually read the article, it's kind of nowhere close to what the headline is, but they want you to click on it or they want you to listen to it uh, depending if it's on the, on TV or not. but uh, again and, and let's call it what it is. I mean this is on a podcast so, you could kind of throw me in with, okay, that's media as well, but (laughs) you know, so take it for what I say is, you know, apply it to your situation. Oh, okay. I don't believe that guy or okay. That guy makes sense. So same thing. You could clump me into that group as well, but I don't consider myself media at all, but this is a media (laughs) outlet. But uh, again, it just really has to boil down to your specific situation and uh, how it works for you.
1: Yeah. So if you want to find out how your situation applies to these things and anything that you come across or are interested in, you know, reach out to Ryan. He mentioned he's a financial coach uh, over Black Oak Asset Management, but also, as he said, a Dave Ramsey Smart Investor Pro. So someone you want to sit down with, but no matter who that is, sit with an advisor and uh, and work out your plan and make sure everything is working for your goal and your needs. Uh, Ryan can be found at blackoakam.com. Also, uh, you can call them 470-508-0508, set up uh, your retirement coach 360 session, and uh, you'll be able to to work through a lot of these questions and concerns. So Ryan, great first uh, episode, man. I know a lot to, to talk about, about the, the SECURE Act. Uh, I encourage people to get with you to to find out more because there's a lot, a lot more layers, as you mentioned to it, than what we went over today. But I think uh, what we talked about today will help out a lot of people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the time and yeah, if we if we got into details of all these things it would uh, <laughs> it would be a much longer show than that and it may uh it may put people to sleep, but yeah, it's something we like to talk about with people individually and and cuz some of this stuff may not pertain
1: to them, but uh for most people it does. So the first episode in the books here, Perfect Game Retirement Podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. You'll have every episode delivered right to you. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, Overcast, whatever it is, you'll find this podcast everywhere. And uh, we'd love for you to be a listener every every episode. Every couple of weeks, we'll have a new episode and uh, we'll look forward to the next one, Ryan. So appreciate the time, man. Uh, looking forward to doing this podcast with you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Appreciate the time.
0: Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past
1: episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement.